0: Something's but going on. You don't have Hang on a second.
1: You're sitting here arguing with me and you're making me mad and I'm going to send you to oh, the office shit. you don't SHUT UP!
0: That's Johnny. <laughs>
1: oh my God, he's going to get kicked out? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't. Oh,
0: we got a substitute teacher too. She, oh uh, shit.
1: Oh, she doesn't like him.
0: Nah, he's getting his bag. He's Mister, bouncing.
1: I am serious. Wipe that smirk off your face. Now.
0: Yeah, hey, he's out of here. Welcome everybody to Satanic Study Hall. Uh, thank you for spending some time with us in class this week We've got some fun and informative things for you all this week uh, We'll explore what the Satanic Temple and its seven tenets are and we will dive into our definitions of what it means to be a modern Satanist We'll also talk about why Satanists even bother to use Satan in related imagery and hopefully kill some common misconceptions about Satanism in general My name is Bill Rohr. I am a member of the Satanic Temple, and joining me today are...
2: I'm Joseph Rose. I am a member of the Satanic Temple and the founder of Satanic Delco.
1: I'm Francesca Gentili. I'm a member of the Satanic Temple and a member of Satanic Delco as well.
0: And I've got to mention the bare feet. Uh, (laughs) Joseph. (laughs) Joseph brought it up first. I I couldn't I couldn't let it go. Is it a comfort thing or?
1: Definitely. Definitely. For Joseph. It's a comfort thing for Joseph.
2: I feel pretty comfortable with it.
0: (laughs) There's there's been a couple of posts that have concerned me about you as well lately in regards to feet. I'm just exploring. Fantastic. So Frankie, uh, welcome. Thank you for being here. Um, I'm hoping that you can tell us a little bit about yourself today.
1: So I'm 23 I recently found Satanic Delco through a mutual friend. Um, She added me into the group, which led me to Joseph's Garage. Um, I never heard about Satanism or being a Satanist, the Satanic Temple, nothing. Um, And then I'm slowly learning new things and becoming more involved as I can because I find it extremely interesting and relatable to my own life.
0: Awesome. Now we actually kind of handpicked you to join the podcast based mm-hmm. on uh, an essay contest that we had run in Satanic Delco. Now, in case you kn- you weren't joined uh, joined us on the intro episode, we had talked about how most of the people involved in this podcast had met, and that was via a Facebook group um, called Satanic Delco that Joseph uh, is the administrator of and created, and it provided us an outlet, and we all met each other there, and were we were able to come together and. Create this podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, maybe how you went about um, choosing the tenant that you wrote about and what, what ended up happening with that essay?
1: Definitely. So, when I entered the essay, I chose Tenant three, which is one's body is invaluable, subject to one's will alone. So, to me, um, especially growing up as a woman, that really relates to me. They're just like being a woman in society, like, has certain stigmas that you have to like overcome. So, when I initially became a member of Satanic Delco and was going through the tenets, that stood out to me the most and was most relatable to me. so then, when we posted about the essay, I decided i'd choose that one because I have many examples of it without my life within my life, so like how that relates to me
0: yeah and we in result of that, we actually uh Finding out you weren't a member yet, um, we mm-hmm. got you a certificate mm-hmm. and your own membership card. And we'll talk more about how to become a member of the Satanic Temple as we uh, go through the tenets and talk more about how uh, what those tenets are and what the the core beliefs are. But back to Frankie. Last week we spent some time talking about personally uh, me and Joseph how we came about through religion, uh, our our growth through it, our our evolution from going to church as children whether it be sporadically or religiously Uh, but we're I'm curious about you Um, is how did you how did you go about the religious journey growing up
1: so I was um, in Catholic school my entire life from till I went to school to my uh, freshman year of college actually and probably about like when I graduated high school so like 2015 or so like probably a year or two after that was when I had my like epiphany of religion and like what it is and like what I was, was
2: your relationship with religion all during that time?
1: Oh, um, constantly questioning it. Like I did not do well in Catholic school really. Sounds I was, like
0: there's a, a fire alarm outside yeah, of the school. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know if it's I don't know if that's this school. I don't hear the fire alarm going off inside, but
1: uh, Fire drill.
0: But yeah, continue.
1: Um yeah, so all throughout all throughout like high school, grade school and even college, like I tried to be involved and I tried to like be obedient to faith regiment, but it just, I was always like, well, what if this, what if that, like, but what about this? This doesn't make sense. Like things were like contradictory and it was more of like, believe in what you're told and like not question it, which I didn't like, you know, growing up, I'm like, well, why not? If this is what it is, then why is it a problem that I think differently?
2: Yeah, that's tough. You, Mm -hmm. you know, you're, you know, you should be, I think, encouraged to be curious as you're growing up you know children are naturally curious i think mm-hmm. adolescents should be naturally curious and i feel like there's an, a lot of examples between all of us where the people in positions of authority in those cases maybe you know religion specifically those questions were sort of frowned upon i think because of what the answer
1: <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah but actually, like, I, I don't know lack of like yeah. evidence for it i guess to say Like there's no real answer to it. It's just what you believe. And that's simply that.
2: Was there some event or anything where you kind of finally pulled the plug and were like, you know, this just is not for me. I don't, I don't believe this.
1: So my entire life I was questioning, questioning, questioning. And then I was with a group of friends. We were actually, um, smoking weed. And one of my friends said, well, who believes in God? And so we went around the circle and I rose my hand as in favor to believing in a God. And my last friend said, well, all religion is, is something to look forward to. And I was like, what do you mean, though? And he was like, well, it's just like a safety net, like a hope, like something like, all right, well, if I follow this, I'll be a good person and then I'll go somewhere good forever. And he made a really good point with that. I never thought of it that way. I always thought of it as like okay well i do these things that makes me a good person so i should be treated like that for eternity whatever so when he put that you know seed in my brain i was kind of like damn you have a point like why am i just following what other people tell me to follow like i need to live for myself and be my own person and like question things and if you know i make mistakes I make mistakes whatever that doesn't mean I'm a bad person good person whatever
2: yeah guaranteed you're gonna make some mistakes right and but it's for good
1: sure. I've grown so much from like just accepting the fact that it's okay
0: now you mentioned earlier um that you're relatively new to satanism definitely um, what about the satanism or the satanic temple really caught your attention to the point where you kind of looked in the mirror and said I'm all in like this is for me
1: Well, so basing off my experience of, like, I guess my aha moment, like, whoa, religion is, what the fuck is religion, basically, I, uh, when I went to, like, the Satanic Temple site and, like, I saw the tenets, well, actually, I actually got the tenets when I first met up with you guys from the group, so just going through them, I just, like, every single one, like, each part of each one, like, has something that, like, I relate to. And it's not like telling you how to live or what you should and shouldn't do. It's like if you follow this, this might be better. But at the end of the day, like it's what you choose to do. Uh,
0: Joseph, just to quickly check in with you. How is your back? I heard you've been in some pain lately.
2: The back is a little better today. Um, I have a history of back issues. It's a whole boring long story. Needless to say, um, I've had quite a bit of trouble with the back. I had surgery a couple of years ago. But I've been pretty good recently over the last year and a half or more. Uh, I've been pretty good. No back issues. And just over the last, I don't know, five or six days maybe, it has been terrible. Um, but I think I think it's trending in the right direction. T- yeah. Today's been a bit better.
0: The skydiving seems quite vital to your uh, your regimen during the summertime as well. Yeah. So has got to affect that.
2: Yeah. I'm not skydiving today because of my back <laughs> primarily. Um, but I did not hurt my back skydiving. I think this time, I originally hurt my back from being hit by a drunk driver. That was the initial issue a long time ago. Um, and then I had surgery a couple of years ago. But this time around, I think my back was actually aggravated by tubing down the river on Father's Day. Right. I was doing nothing. I was just sitting in a tube, relaxing for a couple hours, and it turns out I was in just such a position that, I paid for it, and
0: that's a bitch. Well, you're relaxing. You're in the mental space that you want to be in, yeah. and that happened to me. I just my knee popped in and out of joint. It was horrible. Uh, I was getting water in the middle of the night, and I did mm-hmm. not misstep. It was a normal step, but my body was like, "Fuck you, we're old. We right. are." Yeah, yes. I was just
1: gonna say you're much older, so my body has not. Well, found I'm, just me. The right yet. Right. I'm just the right
0: age, Frank, and much might be. I think I'm just
1: the right age.
0: So we would love to hear from our listeners whenever you have a question, a comment, a concern, you want to yell at us. You can do that simply by emailing us at satanicstudyhall at gmail.com or by visiting any of our social media where we can be found under Satanic Study Hall. Just a quick search. Uh, We will be hitting you with new episodes bi-weekly. They will launch Sundays at 11 a.m. is when you can look for new episodes from us. Now, this is our first official episode And shout out to everybody who joined us for the intro. We had a lot of fun doing it, Uh, a lot of nerves involved, but we feel like it came out uh, very well. And again, thank you for joining that. And if you haven't caught the intro, uh, Satanic Study Hall is a forum where myself and fellow Satanists will journey through Satanism from its inception to modern day. We'll dive into news and entertainment through the eyes of modern Satanists, talk shit to each other, have fun, and educate each other at the same time. We will be discussing and actively participating in activism and charitable events and encourage any and all of our nearby listeners to join us in our efforts. Satanic Study Hall is pretty much what it sounds like. Our agenda is free-flowing. It's open and ready to go wherever the conversation in podcast takes us. And speaking of places the podcast can take us, I think that is a perfect segue into talking about the temple as a whole. Now, we are all members of the Satanic Temple. There's a lot behind saying you are a member of the Satanic Temple in regards to the belief system and the fact that it is a recognized religion. So, we're going to start off by referencing mostly material which is available on satanictemple.com. We will go over the mission statement, the tenets, and just general frequently asked questions. And again, feel free to pull up the website as you listen to the podcast and go along with us. Uh, so Joseph, we're going to go to you and kind of go over the mission, um what that sounds like, and what it looks like kind of in today's world.
2: Forgive me, I might have a little bit of the weed induced cotton mouth. <laughs> um, but we will get to the Satanic temple's mission statement. Let's see. the say the mission of the Satanic temple is to encourage benevolence and empathy among all people, reject tyrannical authority, advocate practical common sense oppose injustice, and undertake noble pursuits. The Satanic Temple has publicly confronted hate groups, fought for the abolition of corporal punishment in public schools, applied for equal representation when religious installations are placed on public property, provided religious exemption and legal protection against laws that unscientifically restrict women's reproductive anatomy, exposed harmful pseudoscientific practitioners in mental health care, Organized clubs alongside other religious after-school clubs in schools besieged by proselytizing organizations and engaged in other advocacy in accordance with our tenets.
0: Yeah, that was a mouthful. That is a <laughs> hell of a mouthful. That was a mouthful. Lucian uh,
2: with the run-on sentence. On yes,
0: point, that was, that was a on lot, point. And but there there is a lot to that. Yes. Um, and not to break it down sentence by sentence, but it's important to note that the temple is... Rather young. It's still in its infancy. It's, the Satanic Temple came to be in 2013 mm-hmm. um, and immediately started gaining momentum. The, the, the activism it started right off the bat. and Strong. And, it's, and anybody, when you hear about the Satanic Temple in the media, in the news, um, the Satanic Temple, at the same time, while they like to challenge people and laws and just... Um, there There is a solid system uh in place that outlines and gives the framework for the work that they do so we're going to go through the tenets and as i said there are seven fundamental tenets to the satanic temple and as frankie goes through them we're just going to kind of chime in and give give our two cents about what they mean to us and go from there so frankie
1: one should strive to act with compassion and empathy toward all creatures in accordance with reason tenet two the struggle for injustice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions
0: that one right there in today's world and a lot of my debates with people especially with everything going on is one of the first ones that i tend to refer to whether it's a conversation a debate nothing's ever really gotten to arguments but just again to reiterate the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. That's powerful. Definitely. Yeah, I
2: think it even just speaks to the general idea of the spirit of the law. You know, sometimes there's a, you know, I, I, people refer to it as the spirit of the law, meaning, you know, what it was really generally intended to do. But we know that sometimes, especially over time, things change a little bit and those laws when they're in effect don't really reflect the spirit of the law anymore even just as we've learned mm-hmm. e- even just things like drug crimes i mean
1: weed is now yeah. being legalized yeah
2: you know the idea that there are still Finally. people in prison <laughs> right there's still how many people in prison for <laughs> marijuana and
1: all right so i'm going to move on to tenet three here one's body is invaluable subject to one's will alone. Should we
2: are we stopping to talk about these as we go or are we yeah, gonna go as through them happens. all however we want to do it? Oh, little yeah. by
0: little, whenever you want to jump in for sure.
2: Yeah. Well, listen, we're on this one. One one's body is inviolable, subject to one's will alone. I have a question. Yes. We've been hearing a lot in the news about uh, you know, all the pandemic related stuff, all the, you know, the rules and closings and reopenings and all the different shit happening. How do you feel about something like face masks being mandated and where does that sit in line with tenant number three
0: my my perspective on this one is i'm, I'm going to pull from a few different tenants to to form my, my my opinion here so again as we move on we're gonna we're gonna learn about a tenant that talks about science following and understanding and believing you know the best information around I should strive to act with compassion and empathy towards all creatures in accordance with reason. Personally, as me, and again, I, there's people that disagree with me, but I feel I have a responsibility, and it's not the whole my mask protects you, your mask protects me thing, but I feel I have a responsibility to the people around me outside of my household, even just from the general apprehension alone in, in that, that exists out there. You can cut the tension when it comes to masks with a knife at the grocery store. Yeah. Like someone has one below their nose or isn't wearing one at all. Like the shame game comes into play and, and whatnot. So while that tenant, you know, one's body is invaluable subject to one's own will alone. And I, I do believe that I do think that there's other things to consider in regards to acting with compassion and empathy towards each other, um, and, and backing science and believing and supporting the current science. And from the research that I've personally done. The current science is showing that you know, while I may wear a cloth mask and it might not be the KN95 or the N95 at times, it's still making a difference when I'm out in public. Like I'm not—I've seen the petri dish memes on the internet and everything <laughs> and and whatnot. And while people are trying to inject a little humor into it, you know that's that's scientific fact. And I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to try to do my part until things calm down. Is it is it rough? It is. I have to work 8 to 10 hour shifts with a cloth mask on my face mm-hmm. um with very short intervals where I can take that some bitch off and breathe normally yeah. but um I mean it's it's a tough call I mean I some of my close friends feel very differently than I do but um luckily we're able to talk about those things
1: I feel in our history as humans there've been much worse uh restrictions put on us than wearing a mask um yes I, I personally feel that since it's like a public health risk, that I would rather do it for someone's safety than my own comfort. In that case, i rather make an elderly woman at the grocery store comfortable shopping in everything that's going on, on the unknown, than make somebody just like freak out and go home and like, oh my God, what if I have the virus? Oh my God. like.
2: I think the science has shown us that definitely you wouldn't be right. You know, most at risk. Right. So
1: know. for me wearing a mask, you know, if that makes somebody else comfortable, who's definitely at risk that it really would be their life. Yeah. Why not?
2: Yep. Yeah. There's so many with any of these, there's, you know, at least, you know, a handful of them. There's so many things that you can, that come up on tenant. Number three, this one we're talking about the most obvious one. And Frankie, maybe for you just growing up, you know, being a young woman now, the most obvious sort of interpretation of this refers to like sexual assaults or absolutely or things like that when it comes to a woman. Uh, but even just like this, we're discussing the masks. And uh, I've seen some discussions around this one involving things like vaccines. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, absolutely. That are, that are like how about a required. mandated
1: coronavirus vaccine? How yeah. did you feel about that?
0: Yeah. I mean... There's
1: questioning upon that like as like a flu vaccine, which is optional, but with the coronavirus with how severe it is be optional oh yeah
0: there's speculation of travel mandates i mean Mm -hmm. fauci and then the bill gates initiative and
1: and that would go against a lot of religious rights as well not even just you know personal rights oh yeah
0: hands down there would be be there would be taking away
1: our say in what we do to ourselves you
0: can just picture me like the michael jackson meme i'm just gonna be sitting here (laughs) and and paying attention to it for sure um and even the mass thing um and not to step on the, um, your progression on the tenants, Frankie, is the next one, too, kind of really applies. And that's, uh, if I may, the freedom of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend, to willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego one's own. So am I going to be that guy chasing somebody down at the supermarket because they're not wearing a mask mm-hmm. simply because that's what I believe?
1: Right. Well, that's their choice. Like my whole thing is my body, my will, their body, their will. If somebody's not choosing to wear the mask, who am I to say you have to?
2: Well, let me for a moment play devil's advocate. Um, To willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego your own. If you're the person who's making the personal choice to not wear a mask, are you encroaching on the freedoms of another?
1: How would you be?
2: By, you know, if we are under the belief that the masks are to protect others from your cooties. Mm -hmm. If you choose to let your cooties fly free, I'm now encroaching on you.
1: But then it's also my choice to wear a mask to have security against that. Right supposedly yeah, we're not really sure right? if the mask project. It's complicated. <laughs> I mean,
0: you've got you've got people working for $10 an hour enforcing mask rules in retail. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. putting their personal safety in jeopardy. Um I mean, from my perspective, I mean, you can look at it so many different ways, but at this point, at least living in Delaware County, Pennsylvania, it's the law. <laughs> I can't yeah. I can't yeah. I can't go definitely. into Wawa yeah. without my fucking mask on and mm-hmm. I hate it. People still can, try though. At least I can finally <laughs> make my own coffee now and that that, that definitely makes me happy. But the devil's advocate thing on that was perfect, I believe. And just like you said, if I were to run up on somebody, um, even even if it was law, if it was in public, like am, I'm encroaching upon somebody else in their freedom to offend per se, because isn't that what not wearing a mask is doing to most people? It's literally it's offending them, and not yeah, I'm sure, I'm yeah, sure. I'm sure some people. I'm sure some people yeah that way. I guess. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, just as a server, so I have to you have to wear a mask when you come in. When you sit down, you don't have to wear one while you're eating and socializing. But if you get up to go to the bathroom or leave, you have to put it on. Right. I have to wear it through the entire shift. Um, I don't feel offended though by that, that the fact yeah. that people are not wearing them.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think like, I think, you know, it wouldn't take you long on YouTube to find some people who were offended by every fucking thing
0: in the world, including that. Right, Matt. no, I understand that. <laughs> you know, Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why I, I'm really making a conscious effort to minimize my social media. Like, mm-hmm. thank, thanks for the podcast, because that's, <laughs> that's tunneled my focus yeah. um, right. and really narrowed it so I can kind of, outside of looking for new sources, um, stay a little blind to the drama and bullshit. So what about the next one?
1: All right, so ten at 5. Belief should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. One should take care... Never to distort scientific facts to fit one's beliefs.
2: A.K.A. intelligent design.
0: Yes. <laughs> or Don't do that. I spent a lot of time on the hollow earth theory. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, I think that's as close to as supernatural as I got yeah. um, in my conspiracy theory journey. But, um, yeah, I mean, that one right there, it's it's exactly how I had mentioned it before. You know, the belief should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. And... And coming to terms with the fact that information changes. Absolutely. Um, we, we, we learn new things every day. We gain new perspective, whether it's from an you know, actual scientific level and new elements are discovered, the space exploration or just common sense shit. Physics, like there's always new discoveries and revelations and letting go of, you know, the past and accepting and being able to accept a new information I think is critical. Tenet six,
1: people are fallible. If one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to rectify it and resolve any harm that might have been caused.
0: Joseph, I know you got a couple of good stories about this one. What? <laughs> Why me? What makes you think
2: I've ever made a mistake?
0: Well, I haven't known you too awful long, but you have you have reverted to this tenant since I've known you. So I don't know, maybe you got a story to share. Point. The best stories come unprepared.
1: <laughs> I feel like
2: I feel like you guys must have a story of mine already if you remind me
0: of it, I'll tell it. Ever? Uh, you know what? Maybe, maybe I'll maybe I'll, I'll take the pressure off your shoulders. Yeah, surely I have. So pe- pe- <laughs> <laughs> it's the weed, uh, guys. I'm sorry. Okay,
2: <laughs> Bill did this to me.
0: I did. I um before we got here, we we got rid of some of the the pre recording jitters by uh, sharing some some 420. And uh, Joseph um, has a special way of consuming his THC. Right, okay. right. I prefer to vaporize. Yeah. Vaporize. He heats right. that shit up. Right. No, it still gets some lit. I don't you. smoke yeah. it like a goddamn caveman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yes, shit. people are fallible. Um it's owning your responsibilities. If I fuck up, I need to make efforts to fix that and to make amends. Both on a personal level within myself and with the person that I fucked up with. You know, outside of, you know, yes, I have the right to offend, but I also make stupid mistakes with the people that I love and I care about. Being able to evolve in those relationships is having to be a little modest and humble. Those are the two words that come to mind for me when I read this tenet, um, is do your best to fix it, but also being cognizant of the fact that sometimes things can't be fixed. You make the effort, you try, you extend the proverbial olive branch, branch, and you don't get anything in return. And part of that tenet, too, I think, is um, after you make the effort, sometimes you do have to come to terms and, you know, you did your best. Yeah, you definitely on. have
1: to accept that the person who you're extending your hand to might not take it. Definitely, as long as you make the effort.
0: Yeah, and it's not—it's not like, um, you know, laying your head on the pillow at night, being being able to come mm-hmm. to terms with the decisions that you made and the person that you are. And I think that tenant alone is—I come back to that a lot. Like whether I make a mistake in my relationship or as a father. I've snapped on my children for keys that I have personally lost myself, yet <laughs> I was so fucking convinced yeah. that they moved them and drove to work on the verge of tears sometimes simply because, you know, I made a mistake and boy, did I spoil the shit out of those kids for the next day or yeah. two yeah. Um, based on how I felt. And, uh, but I also had that conversation with them. Like, I apologize I, I hope that doesn't happen again. I can't guarantee it, but uh... I've definitely had that
2: conversation with my son a handful of times. You know, just
1: my daughter's too, and I have that conversation yeah. with her. And even with this whole
2: idea that we're talking about, you know, being uh, sort of humble and and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Like I, for me personally, that has come with age for sure. Just getting older has been a huge contributor to that. And in my case, honestly, God knows I love to talk about it a lot, but weed and psychedelics. <laughs> have for me played a big role in becoming something that's just really comfortable for me to, to reach to. Like I don't uh, apologizing to someone when I've been wrong, isn't even a thought anymore. It's not even something I have to like consider. Like, of course, of course I'm going to do that. Like as soon as the, the thought has reached me that oh I've, I fucked up there. I was wrong. It's not even a anymore. Oh yeah. And I think that
0: that could be a whole nother podcast topic alone about the therapeutic effects of, you know, just from social socialization and, and modesty and humility from you know marijuana and, and psychedelics, I mean, there's yeah. countless studies out there. <laughs> I, I can be on edge a lot of the time, and if it, if it wasn't for a good old devil's lettuce, uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd be in a different situation right now, so shout out to Mary Jane. definitely. Um, so I think we have one more.
1: All right, last and final tenet. Every tenant is guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. I like it. I like it too.
0: Yeah, and I just, just like many of them, that's, um, that's pretty cut and dry. Um, compassion, wisdom, justice always prevail. And while those are open for interpretation, that's something we all feel. Like, mm-hmm. like we can all recognize good and bad. <laughs> and I think that's, that's kind of what it comes down to, is where are we going to invest our time? Like, Definitely. Like, like, personally, like, I embrace a lot of blasphemous things through, through Satanism, um, <laughs> as I should. Uh, but at the same time, like, I, I've always, even before I joined the temple or identified myself as a Satanist, I've always tried to do some good. I've always tried to leave, you know, uh, a good mark on, in this world, uh, especially now that I'm a father. Got, yeah. that, that's a whole other story. Um,
1: Being a good example.
2: I mean, that even just speaks to the entire, you know, we're going over the very basics, the core of the Satanic Temple's belief system. And, you know, like what you were just saying speaks to the general idea, like the misconceptions about what Satanism is from the people that are just on the other side of this basic information. You know, the people that haven't, been turned on to this or, or ever even found that it exists. You know, they have mm-hmm. an idea. You say I'm a Satanist to a person that doesn't know what the Satanic Temple is. You've, you've got wild ideas that might be happening.
0: Um,
1: Definitely and, lots of misconceptions yeah. related to Satanism.
0: Uh, if you want to join along, you can go to satanictemple.com. I believe you click about us and there should be a frequently asked questions uh, section there. Uh, the first question that, that comes up on there, and it's the one that I generally get talking to friends, family, colleagues even when it comes up, is do you worship Satan? And reading straight from the website, and we'll all throw in our t- uh, our piece here, is it is the position of the Satanic Temple that religion can and should be divorced from superstition. As such, we do not promote a belief in a personal Satan. To embrace the name Satan is to embrace rational inquiry removed from supernaturalism and the archaic tradition-based superstitions. The Satanist should actively work to hone critical thinking and exercise reasonable agnosticism in all things. Our beliefs must be malleable to the best current scientific understandings of the material world, never the reverse. Um, Do you guys have any experiences in, in having to explain that, the whole, we don't bow down to Satan thing to friends and family? So many times.
1: Yeah, so I think more my family um, I'm not like a pronounced like I'm a Satanist. Like I've not like come out and said that into words but I do practice a lot of um, like, you know, I practice with my tarot cards I like to do like spells, stuff like that. So just with that, they automatically think you know, my soul's doomed. So to be like, oh, I'm a Satanist it's like probably not going to be surprising or anything but Definitely having to explain that Satan to me is not a being and God is not a being is hard for my family and people of my family's background to accept and understand.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely one of those things where it's usually the first question that I get right off the yeah. bat is, do you worship Satan? And as we go through these FAQs, I mean, that's going to the why behind the involvement of Satan and in, in Satanism will, will come to light a little bit better. Yeah. Especially with the next one, do you promote evil? I get that a lot as well. Satanists comes with certain connotations. Mm-hmm. When I have meetings within the group or we get together as a podcast or just a group of critical thinkers are are we worshiping satan are we are we sacrificing sacrificing babies, babies, that's, that's, in, that's, the babies in the, the babies? bonfires why is it always they're babies? the
1: innocent that's exactly that's every why.
0: satanic yeah. podcast yeah. i listen it's to it's just the worst possible thing yeah, yeah I, like uh, i i never understood the immediate reference to babies um I've always, I don't know.
1: The blood of the innocent.
0: That's, I guess that's it. Yes. That that is it. (laughs) Uh, But the satanic temple says that they hold to the basic premise that undue suffering is bad, and that which reduces suffering is good. Sounds like good shit to me. We do not believe in symbolic evil. We embrace blasphemy as a legitimate expression of personal independence from counterproductive traditional norms. The, The Hail Satan, the... Casting spells. The, six, six, six. The exactly, like the, just all the, all the negative connotations that are immediately associated with Satanism. And and, and in future episodes, we're going to go down that road by discussing Satanic Panic. That could even be a, a two-parter or a three-parter. So, Joseph, uh, promoting evil. Any stories, uh, any immediate assumptions by a family member that you had to, to, to counter in an effort to salvage the relationship?
2: In my case, I didn't have any family... Issues. Um, my family's all dead. But when my mother was alive, uh, she was the one that gave me the Shout at the Devil record when I was a little kid and turned me on to, you know, weird, inappropriate shit. So my my mom would be probably signed up for the satanic temple
0: guy I, I did yeah. see a picture of you uh, you were in a cinderella shirt at a very young age <laughs> yeah. yeah that was yeah oh, i love that definitely started yeah. at an early age for Thank sure you. we're going to head over on to you joseph as far as what satan means to the temple the next
2: question here yeah what does satan mean to the satanic temple satan is symbolic of the eternal rebel in opposition to arbitrary authority forever defending personal sovereignty even in the face of insurmountable odds Satan is an icon for the unbound will of the unsilenced inquirer, the heretic who questions sacred laws and rejects all tyrannical impositions. Ours is the literary Satan, best exemplified by Milton and the romantic Satanists from Blake to Shelley to Anatole
0: France. Now there's a reading list right there. (laughs) Right. Right off the bat. And again, uh, Satan uh, being the symbol of the eternal rebel in opposition to arbitrary authority. Frankie, what does that make you think of?
1: I definitely, what stood out to me is the unsilenced inquirer. I definitely feel that way, I just feel that I'm constantly questioning, constantly opposing to social norms and social acceptances, that every time I ask a question, it's kind of like, well, what do you mean? To me, it just means, like, thinking for myself and, like, really, like, understanding things, not just accepting something as it is.
0: Now, talking about the temple with many people, um, I also get asked if it's a religion. And when I say the word yes and try to explain how it is a religion, not only, um, it's hard for some people to understand. So I think that's the next one, right, Joseph?
2: Yeah. How is the Satanic Temple a religion? The idea that religion belongs to supernaturalists is ignorant, backward, and offensive. The metaphorical satanic construct is no more arbitrary to us than are the deeply held beliefs that we actively advocate for. Are we supposed to believe that those who pledge submission to an ethereal supernatural deity hold to their values more deeply than we? Are we supposed to concede that only the superstitious are proper recipients of religious exemption and privilege? In fact, Satanism provides us all that a religion should, without a compulsory attachment to untenable items of faith-based belief. It provides a narrative structure by which we contextualize our lives and works. It provides a body of symbolism and religious practice, a sense of identity, culture, community,
0: and shared values. That's powerful. Uh, that's, that's one of the ones, that's part of that um, I actually referred my mother to when I was explaining the temple and everything to her when I found it.
2: A while back, you know, in, in our group, in the Satanic Delco group, I, I think I maybe the first time I tried to share a video with the group. It was just a conversation, you know, a a thought about atheism, Satanism, and and all of that. And, you know, I think I referred to this idea that superstition or or supernaturalism is somehow required for religion. And my thought was just, how is that a rule? That's not a fucking rule. Like, (laughs) nobody says this is required. It's certainly not a rule that we need to follow. I just find
1: it interesting. It's a rule yet. Nobody can like really truly like prove it. Yeah. yeah. Like, where's the rule? Who where, wrote this rule? Yeah. Who's the, <laughs> like, but not even that. But like there's no like physical evidence. There's nothing to say whether this does or does not exist. A spiritual yeah. being or anything. Sure. So for you to say, oh, would well, it be a religion? You have to believe this is just Yeah. Silly. And just the
2: idea that there would have to be any supernatural
0: anything. Right. Like, it could why? just be
1: like. Because that's how it works. It just is.
0: Yeah. Well, that's always the answer, right? Just because. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Just Just because. because. You have to believe. (laughs) It, it, It just is. Yeah. That one never worked for me. That answer. No. Me either. It was. It was. <laughs> but it was why? Too final. Yeah. It was. No. But why exactly? I could just. It's me. Whether I was. Three you years can explain old or anything 30.
1: to me, and I'm going to tell you. But why? Yeah,
0: but why? <laughs> yeah. I dig. Like uh, being hungry. It's like, I, I, I said that. Why am I hungry? Episode. Why do I need food? Feed me more. Why must I live? So yeah. I mean, the, with the whole finding a sense of identity, culture, community, and shared values. That's everything that I've gotten since becoming a Satanist, and more. I mean, I have. Plenty of friends that are Satanists that aren't in the temple, you know. They they are still, you know, Levain Satanists. And, mm-hmm. but we, we get along. There, there, there's, while well, there's certain things about, you know, when I read the Satanic Bible, I was down with it. It got me excited, but there were, there was a lot to it that I was like, ah, treatment of women, you know, mm-hmm. specifically. And, you know, I mean, there's Levain, some woo. No, there, there's definitely some woo. And I give, I give, <laughs> Yeah, Mr. LeVay, all the, all the props in the world. like He, he was on to something. Um, he was a showman. He, he took me on a lot of journeys through just learning about him, uh, reading his work, and some of his interviews. Holy fuck. Yeah, He was, uh, he was a wild man. <laughs> always a glass of scotch or some variation of hard liquor in hand. So Frankie, I guess we're going to move on to you as far as what specifically the temple believes.
1: All right. We believe in the pursuit of knowledge and freedom of will. We believe in our seven tenets. Materially, we believe in nothing that is not true, and hold to even those beliefs with an understanding that they too must remain open to revision in the light of new scientific understanding.
0: Yeah, I we, mean, we were just talking about that before with the tenets, as far as um, you know, being open-minded to the point of accepting the best and most current information. And making that the beliefs. I mean, yeah, constantly
1: in, evolving and expanding our knowledge, definitely. In,
0: in facts and data, um, mm-hmm. I need to. Uh, I've always been that type of thinker, and like I need to feel it, touch it, touch it, taste yes. it, see it. Um, mm. uh, beyond that, like, <laughs> <laughs> are you excited? What? At me? Sorry, you're looking. Sorry, at, you're, he gazed
1: at my feet. You're looking Sorry. at Frankie's feet again, <laughs>
0: aren't you? Uh, 20 to, bucks. Yeah, we, we still have a little bit to go. You might want to cover those things up. With that, be, <laughs> with that being <laughs> said, how are we different from other Satanists? Uh, what separates uh, members of the Satanic Temple from, say, and we'll get in a little bit more, about other Satanists in general.
1: Okay, so many Satanic organizations focus on pointless and misguided efforts to establish a monopoly on a vision of the one true Satanism. This obsession with the ownership has fomented an unfortunate culture in which Satanism, most critics are often self-identified Satanists. The Satanic Temple is not interested in establishing itself as the sole arbiter of Satanic practice. Rather... We are open to working with other self-identified satanic organizations to promote general recognition of satanic legitimacy.
0: That's awesome right there. Mm-hmm. I, I mean to interrupt. That's, that's kind of no, right yeah. along the lines of what I was just saying. Um, and if the Patreon customers have something to get excited about, we will be talking about something right along those lines in regards to a pretty neat news story about things uh, the South Africa Church of Satan mm-hmm. uh, has been doing lately in response to COVID-19. But by all means, continue. But I I thought that 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 was important.
1: Definitely. We believe in building a policy, active, satanic movement and invite others to join us in these efforts. So that's great because the Satanic Delco group, I feel like, has been definitely doing that, gathering members and, you know, on a personal level, too. I feel like I'm really excited to, like, get to know more members that I haven't met yet um, and be more involved with people and see where they stand with satanism.
0: Yeah, if people follow the fucking rules, fuck COVID. uh, That really got in our way. That really got in our way. Yeah, but the Zoom
1: chats have been really great and, you know, getting to meet people even through that.
0: You know, Um, do what we got to do. Here's a slight little push of encouragement to some of our new members. Join us. Come hang out. It's uh, We Don't Bite. Well, Well, not not at first. (laughs) We did have one
2: new face on a Zoom chat. Was it last night?
0: Last night, right? Yes, I believe so. So people people are slowly starting to pop their heads out, and that's reassuring. Absolutely. Last piece of the FAQ is something that we have decided to turn into a a full episode topic. So we are going to dive into this um, way deeper in regards to really pinpointing the differences between the Satanic Temple um, and how it's different from Levain Satanism. Um, And not just Levain Satanism. We'll also discuss other variations of Satanism, uh, certain theistic Satanism beliefs that are out there, and just, you know, we can compare and contrast for sure, just from an educational standpoint, and just to clear up, again, any misconceptions about these different sects of Satanism. So as far as basic differences and what's on the Satanic Temple's website, is the temple has its own guiding principles and tenets, which are distinct from the Levain School. And we feel that these represent a natural evolution in Satanic thought. The overriding principle calls for utilizing the best scientific evidence available to make the most rational real-world decisions. To that end, we reject Levayan social Darwinistic rhetoric that fails to agree with what is currently known regarding social evolution, specifically as it relates to research in evolutionary biology, game theory, reciprocal altruism, cognitive science, etc. Satanic temple also strongly rejects fetishization of authoritarianism, we believe that this is antithetical to satanic notions of individual sovereignty. Further, while levian Satanism is atheistic, in that it rejects the notion that Satan is a conscious entity, it is still supernaturalist. The satanic temple does not forward supernatural theories of the universe and finds little value in Levian edicts such as those that instruct one to acknowledge the power of magic if you have employed it successfully to obtain your desires. If you deny the power of magic after having called upon it with success, you will lose all you have obtained. And that's from the 11 Satanic Rules of the Earth by Anton LaVey. So that's just a little teaser on a couple of the differences, primary differences between the temple. But we're really going to go into depth in regards to uh, digging into all the specifics and not just between the temple and the Church of Satan, but the temple and uh, many other satanic organizations. Just to kind of wrap up some of the things we've talked about with the temple, I wanted to shout out how to join the temple. Membership is free. There is no annual fee. There is a $25 non-refundable material and processing fee for your Satanic Temple membership card and certificate. And there are some cool fucking designs on there. I actually spent a week trying to land on mine. I went with a little purple combination. What about you, Frankie?
1: I have little gargoyle guys on mine. I like them. They're really nice
2: it's worth mentioning that the membership card and certificates are not required for your actual membership. Right. Those are a bonus to have, you know, not to be confused with, you know, there is in fact no cost to membership. You just need to sign up and that's totally free. But if you want to have a nice certificate,
0: Oh shit. Oh shit. Hang on a second. Uh, Guys, good morning students and faculty. this This is your principal with an important announcement. Satanic Study Hall is not affiliated with any other satanic organization. (laughs) The views and opinions expressed on Satanic Study Hall are ours and ours alone. Thank you. Have a great day. And as always, Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Wow. uh, You guys get all that? Got it. All right. Uh, Anyways, back to what you were saying, Joseph.
2: Membership is free.
0: But you can choose to buy the membership card and certificate if you'd like. I chose; um, I definitely chose the membership card and certificate for twenty-five bucks. It was it was a steal. And Temple's doing some kick-ass stuff. Not to mention, a lot of these legal battles that are ensuing as we speak aren't cheap. Um, So there is a lot of cool merch uh, on the Temple's website: T-shirts, books. We actually have a book club, and we landed on a Satanic Temple book. We've actually that's been the theme of the last couple ones that we've done. I was just talking with Frankie earlier, and we were floating the idea around of involving some of our listeners.
1: Absolutely. I would like to get as much people involved in book clubs and, you know, um, reading more literature and getting feedback on how others are interpreting the literature of Satanism and san- Satanic-related things. I think that would be really great.
0: Yeah, And there's a lot of opportunity around it, too, especially <clears throat> in, in the new... I hate fucking saying it, but the new normal um, yeah. with Zoom and, and virtual conferencing and whatnot uh, that really opened the door to allow people to join these things. and
1: Yeah, a lot um, more access, especially, like, you know, I have a kid, so Zooming comes in handy a lot.
0: So we, we're definitely going to explore that. More More will come on that down the road, and we'll be posting it and announcing it on our social media. And and once again, speaking of our social media, Frankie, can you tell us and our listeners how to find us? Maybe a little bit about our website. And our Patreon. I think we have two special people that we need to shout out as well.
1: Yes. So, our Patreon, you can find us at Satanic Study Hall. We have Twitter, which is Satanic SH. We also have Instagram, which is Satanic Study Hall. Our Patreon, we have Ali and Tim. They're our first two patrons. Very, very sweet people. I mean, I've met Ali via Zoom. Very nice lady. Not personally met Tim yet, but seems to be a great supporter so far. So we really appreciate for you guys um, getting a membership and supporting us in the Patreon.
0: And they are going to be the first ones to get free, uh, access to our bonus Patreon content. Uh, I think it's uh, we're at a perfect point here. Johnny never came back from the principal's office. No, uh, that's r- Johnny. Rather yeah. concerning. Um,
1: Hopefully, he's not fucking the principal. So it's.
0: It, <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I don't know. We did. He just came over the, the PA longevity. System. Yeah, he he seemed kind of happy. I guess that that's fine. We 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 adapt and, and overcome situations. So we'll dive in to Twin Temples Satanic duop on our next episode. Uh, we wish Johnny all the luck because if he gets a suspension slapped on him,
1: no, he'll be coming back.
0: All right, uh, <laughs> Joseph. Any last words or um, prophetic things you want to drop before we say goodbye here today? Hail Satan, hell Satan. All right, that is going to do it for this week. But before we do go, a couple of quick things. I want to thank our patrons, Allie and Tim, one more time. Dennis, we know you're out there listening. We look forward to having you on here as soon as possible. Johnny, we wish you some good luck with that principle. Can't wait to get you back on here next week for Twin Temple Review. And once again, thank you for listening. If you want to stay up with all the latest events with Satanic Study Hall, follow us on social media or visit satanicstudyhall.com com. Thanks for hanging out in class with us this week. It is much appreciated. We shall see you next time.